Welcome to Shoot the Flick. I'm Frankie Sparks. And I'm Scott Eisenberg. And we are a married couple who like to shoot the shit about movies. That we do. That we do. And we're back with Spoopy Month. And this week we have some very special guests. Some distinguished, raging gentlemen. Scott, would you like to introduce our friends and our guests today? Well, our friends from the Great White North coming to join us again. This time, it's not about High School Musical 2. We have Film Rage, Jim, Bryce, and Murs here, too. The whole gang. Merman. Yay. That's the Canadian call, by the way. Is it? If you, oh, good to if know. you're super old, that's a Bob and Doug McKenzie-ism. Ah. And if you haven't seen Strange Brew, now it's something to add to your list. <laughs> Film Rage is daring you to see. But this week, we're talking about... Friday the 13th. Because we're releasing this on Friday the 13th. Get it? Get it? Uh, how what? appropriate. But yeah, I've never seen it before. So it's definitely a more traditional episode of Spoopy Month. Um, I'm excited to talk about this because I was um, underwhelmed, but I kind of expected to be. So You're <laughs> underwhelmed with Friday the 13th? The first one? Yeah, man. What? <laughs> what? Why do you two act surprised? Because it's what? so good. It's so no, awesome. it really isn't. Oh, no. <laughs> it really is. Oh, my God. Murr's on my side. <laughs> I'm so Of excited. course. <laughs> I also don't like horror movies very much, especially flasher, mo- slasher movies. But He likes flasher movies. Yeah, yeah. flasher yeah. movies he loves. It's Flashers, not so much. We're all down for a good flasher movie. I sit through horror movies with Jim because that's his jam. Yeah, I get juiced up about horror. But uh, you know what? Speaking of getting juiced up there's going to be lots to talk about with kevin bacon in this oh yeah kevin bacon mm, so much fun. juice Ew. <laughs> <laughs> so many juices so i know bryce usually is the slasher guy for you guys but what is all your experiences with friday the 13th and the whole series I, I think it's one of those things where usually you get diminishing returns but that's not the case with friday the 13th it just gets better and better I mean, when they, when you get to Jason X and he's in space, it doesn't get any better than that. Yay! Well, no, I'm not continuing with this franchise. It's, no, you gotta watch Jason X. You gotta X. get to 10. The, I'm okay. the, the best part is, is Jason loses his machete at one point, right? And one of the guys is like, don't worry, guys. He just wants his machete back. Yeah, that was so the then best. he hands the machete back to Jason. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's a great idea. It's right? so good. But yeah, honestly, I don't know why I find such glee in these movies, but I I do. I, I've never watched a Friday the 13th and been disappointed. You know, one ends up being kind of a whodunit, while the, the rest of them, you know who done it. Right. Yeah. I think the only one I ever got disappointment from was five. Yeah. Which I, one's I five? can see that. Jason goes to New York. No, no, is, no. Is oh, probably... the Manhattan no, one? That's eight. No, that's, oh, eight. that's eight. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, five is the copycat. Oh, the guy. Okay, so it's not. That's the one that's not Jason. Okay. We watched the first one last night, and then I watched the second one just to like have something to compare it to. 
and uh the second one was like much better than the first one i don't know if that's what? a hot take but it's like so much better than the first what? one uh, they're, they're different movies yeah with the same ending yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> they do have the same exact ending sure yeah 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 was he back in the lake again pretty much pretty much no so my experience was that i actually saw this in theaters when it came out that's how old i am so uh, I've, I was never a really big slasher fan, although all the originals, all the OG horror films, I appreciated. But unlike Bryce, for me, there was diminishing returns. Nah. I kind of, I kind of fell away from slashers and moved more into body <laughs> horror and well, and other yeah, things. I get that. But hanging around with Bryce more has got me to appreciate how fun, stupid. These, the these stories are it they really are bad and stupid but that's what makes the fun of it just as so. you're as you're going along in the series all of a sudden he's battling psychics and it just gets more dumb and it's awesome well, he becomes supernatural let's face it yeah part six is my favorite of the series yep. um when he does become supernatural yeah i watched the remake because one of the guys from supernatural was in it yes i, watched I knew that. you would i knew you years would. and years ago yes mm -hmm. And it was, I remember it being fine. I don't really remember having any feelings about it. You, you yeah, just remember the dude about, from Supernatural. That's a, that's yeah, right. that, that's fair. I just remember Jason runs in that one, and that's scary as hell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like just I like Jason plodding. Yeah, kind of plodding along. Hop steady along. walk. I, I feel like when he starts running, though, it's just like, because Michael Myers is always the one who plots along, and it True never enough. changes. But when Jason comes at you with the machete and he's fucking sprinting full force, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's on. That mask is scary. Yes. But but uh, Murray had never seen it before either. So Murray's on my side that it was boring for like 90% uh, of it, right? I wouldn't say boring. It had a few good moments. Yeah, it had some good moments. But for the most part, the pacing is like terrible in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, like every slasher movie. What? Uh, and Not every slasher. No, no, no. The second one. I gave it a better score right off the bat because the pacing was like so much better. Well, if, if they amp up the violence, it's a little better, but this is kind of tame in comparison. True, but I feel like there are points in this movie, and, and we'll get more into it, I guess, as we get into like the nitty gritty, but like it felt like they spent just like a five minute sequence of watching the main girl Alice like light a fire. And I'm like, okay, why are we watching I know, this forever? That's so like, good. Can we move on. No. It was so build the tension. Yeah, the, I was so suspended. No, out I by felt that. no tension. <laughs> and then these like teenage people or people in their twenties are like, let's play Monopoly. Cause that's yes, not boring. Stri it's strip Monopoly. <laughs> let's play the most boring board game to offset this boring vibe. When we're not watching movies, that's what we're doing doing playing strip monopoly like it's oh what's wrong with you two <laughs> i feel like you know strip yahtzee's where it's at oh my god <laughs> so this film was directed by sean s cunningham who basically came right out and said he wanted to rip off uh halloween because it was super successful at the time and i think he also wanted to combine it with meatballs because it was like a teen comedy at a summer camp it was also written by Victor Miller, who mostly wrote for soap operas, which is apparent, I think, by the script. I was like, oh, okay, this this makes sense to me. It's all very, like, nothing dialogue. But the two main people who were most important to this yes. is Tom Safini. Obviously. And Harry Manfredini. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the effects in this movie are awesome. The makeup effects, amazing. And the score is also awesome. <laughs> Yeah, he did the actual vocal for that, too, I read. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And I even know that 
little vocal thing, even though I don't really give a shit about Friday the 13th. I know what that is when I hear it. There's like certain horror movies hooks from songs. It's just like, yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah. That's Jason. Everybody knows Jaws. Right, yeah. exactly. And Psycho, all that stuff. Everyone Halloween knows theme. The Exorcist. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, Halloween, Halloween right? Yeah. Like, it's just like you could sing it in your sleep. And um, before, the last thing I wanted to mention is, as we kind of talked about just now, there, there are 11 sequels. Count them, 11 sequels. Yes. And it's, yes. this franchise has made a shit ton of money. Apparently, there's going to be, like, a prequel series in 2024 made oh. by A24, which is kind oh. of intriguing to me. Yeah, if it was anything other than A24, I'd be like, okay, like, really? But A24 intrigues me. <laughs> They have the Midas touch. I, I love A24. Yeah, A24, for sure. Everything they do just is good. If they stick their finger in it, that's going to be pretty juicy for sure. Well, the thing is, we haven't had a Friday the 13th sequel since the remake. And that's mainly because it's been mired in courtroom hell. They've been fighting over the rights for like, I want to say like five, six years now. Don't they just have to wait till it's 50 years old and then it's public domain and they can just do whatever they want? <laughs> they still got a ways to go. Just wait it out. Just wait it out. It's another 10 years or so. It's only 10 years. It's now it's like 15 years, isn't it? That's know. right. So that when Scott and Frankie's kids get older, they can actually watch they, it and pretend it's Or they could go make a Friday the 13th of their own. No problem. There you go. It's public domain now. <laughs> But if you're ready to get right into the nitty gritty, dear, I am excited to talk about this. I want to hear what everybody's got to say, because I'm sure we're going to fight about it. Oh, it's going to be fun. <laughs> I like to fight about it. It's fun. I feel like we're watching High School Musical 2 again. Only not at all. <laughs> Just picture Troy and Gabriella getting slaughtered, and then it might make you feel better. That kind of does help make me feel a little better. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, well, I was going to say next time you watch High School Musical, but that's no, never going to happen again. we've watched all three now. We <laughs> don't ever have to watch them again. I will watch yes. the version where Jason gets unleashed on the whole, yes. on the whole class. Uh -huh, on the East High. That, that's yeah. just Freddy versus Jason. Let's call it what it is. That's true. Uh, kind of, yeah, it is kind of. Why didn't they throw Michael Myers in there, too? Like They had perfect opportunity. Throw Ash in there while you're at yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Throw everybody in there. Uh, uh, what's his name? Pinhead. Pinhead. Yeah, get Pinhead in there. Leprechaun, what the hell? Yeah. When I did like a quick Google search, I think Jason was supposed to have like the most kills out of all of like the major like horror guys. You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that's and that makes sense to me, but I don't know. In the new trilogy from Michael, he might have caught up because he like kills just about everybody in the town <laughs> and the hospital. So I don't know. I, I think There's I'd love to see the count. Killing. I'd like to see the count on that one. I'm sure That's he does right. kill a lot of people. Evil dies tonight. The best chant oh. ever made. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally all. I only watched the first like new one and I was like, okay, that was fine. I don't need to watch anymore. <laughs> and then I've just seen clips of evil dies tonight. Evil I don't like, oh my God. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's the absolute best one. That is absolutely the best. Now, that's a trilogy that has diminishing value as it goes on. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'd say so, right? I'm not going to argue it. He's he's a Friday the 13th boy. I'm a uh, Halloween boy. Yeah, uh, trust me. I love it, too. So we start in 1958. Ooh, baby. At Camp Crystal Lake. And, of course, two counselors are going to go off and go. Uh, Screw a little. Yes. 
boning, you know? Ooh. Oh, fun. Baby, this is the 50s. We don't call it screwing in the 50s. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we That's call it necking. <laughs> no, necking is still just necking. What do they yeah. call that? Making whoopee. <laughs> isn't that what they used to say on that game show? Isn't that, isn't that what they called it in the 50s? A newlywed game? In the newlywed in the game, newlywed game exactly. In the 50s. <laughs> yeah. Where is the most weird place you've ever made whoopee? And, of course, we don't see who the killer is, and they quickly mm-hmm. get dispatched. There's a spoiler, though, in the very first sex scene. Is there? I'm not sure if everybody else wait, saw wait, that. Wait, yeah, you got to tell me. Yes, 100%. So the, the guy that's going to have sex when the murderer, we won't say who the murderer is, but when the murderer comes in, he's actually apologizing for what they're doing. And so if it was, like, it makes it think that there is a parental right. figure. That he's that he's apologizing for because he wouldn't be apologizing to another yeah, dude true. like that just wouldn't be what happened. So right away there's a spoiler at the very beginning of Friday the Thirteenth that says, "Wait a minute, why is he apologizing?" Hmm, interesting. He's boning like he's not going to apologize. So you you right away think that it's of somebody of authority. But of course, as we've mentioned before, we get the theme of like. <sighs> Attack! As- uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, wrong movie, wrong movie, <laughs> wrong theme. <laughs> It's pretty good, though. Jesus Christ. So what do you guys think of these? Oh, like the kills in here, as much as like there's one like really great kill. I think we all know with Kevin Bacon. Yeah, Yeah, I think we can all agree that Kevin Bacon's the best kill in the movie in this movie. But what do you think about the other ones? They're kind of nothing burgers for the most part. The only one I like is the axe one. That girl, Marcy or Millie or whatever the fuck her name yes. is. Yes. Well, That's the only one I like I other the, than Kevin Bacon. I think the problem, as I recall, is a lot of it is off screen. Yeah. You know, someone dies, but you, you come and see their body like hanging or whatever, right. right? You don't see anybody actually kill them. You just see them already dead. Because they didn't have enough money. Apparently. <sighs> you don't need all the gore. You got a classic whodunit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Classic. It's like yeah, an Agatha Christie, Christie novel. novel. Yeah, yeah. We're getting a little over overzealous. Maybe Kenneth Branagh will do yes. the remake. Kenneth Branagh should make it because he's into uh, Agatha Christie stuff. It's yeah. just like Agatha oh God, Christie. Yeah, he's doing a great job with those yeah. too. Great job. Yeah, no. Oh, so God. great. It's just so funny to me that this series has been known for like Jason's kills, yeah. and it's like you go back and you're like, oh. What? There's no Jason? It's not really here. <laughs> when you consider who was doing these murders, though, that's just, pretty good. Just think about that. Well, that's we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> that, that's wild. And to look me. at those murders. Like, come on. That person doing the Kevin Bacon murder? That's so awesome. Yeah. True, true. But like later on in the movie, you got people like dangling from the rafters and you're like, grown men dangling from the rafters and you're like, how, what fucking like trajectory physics bullshit did you have to do to make that happen? She was on bath salts. Like you got super strength on bath salts. Right. That's what you got to remember, Frankie, is that like bath salts can fix any problem when you start thinking that's not humanly possible on bath salts you can do anything plus her rage of what what happened to her son just fuels her to the that's point right. where she's got superhuman right yeah. sure a mother's she, love she can, can carry conquer a truck all. off of her child a mother's she, love exactly that's right. she can string somebody up by their neck <laughs> easy either one of those two we're Still spoiling in. it already yeah 
Uh, the movie is 43 years old. I'm pretty sure it's been spoiled. Yeah, I think I think it's safe. What? People know the ending? Uh, I mean, thanks you know. to Mr. Wes Craven. I, I was spoiled. I mean, to be fair, I knew the ending. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure. What? What do you mean Bruce Willis sees dead people? What? What? <laughs> what <laughs> he said the whole time. What movie was that? <laughs> Die Hard 4. <laughs> The only Eminem Shyamalan Ding Dong movie that's any good. Oh, I haven't, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, I, I saw an interview with him, and he, and he, he, he actually still warns people not to give away endings. And I'm like, when was Sixth Sense? Like the '90s? Like, yeah, if you haven't seen it by now. Too late. Yeah, yeah. enough. Well, Scott and Frankie's baby's not going to have seen it when they get to go exactly. see it, unless they start looking on the interweb. I appreciate you continuing to put our baby out into the universe. Like, just keep saying it. It'll I know, right? I want we we want to make sure your baby's a horror fan. Oh, great! Uncle Bryce and Uncle Jimbo have some great stuff to show them. <laughs> yeah. Wishing nightmares upon our future children. We want to do a group watch. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll all sit down and watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. Yes. Uncle Bryce yeah. and watch Killer Clowns. Well, that'll be like when they're four. I'm yeah. talking about when they're six. Right. We got we got a <laughs> whole lineup of stuff. <laughs> I we just watched would... a demon movie that that baby's gonna. Oh, sorry, that six year old's gonna watch. <laughs> I would stay away from Pet Cemetery though. <laughs> Dude, when I was like a kid, I was scared of the trailer for The Others. Remember that Nicole Kidman? Yep. Yeah, that's Love scared. That Love that movie. Like horror movie. I was scared of that. It would come on the TV and I would run out of the room. So I don't think my kids got much hope. Um. So, yeah. So anyway, in the present day. <laughs> in the present day. We <laughs> Back meet, to the movie. <laughs> yes. We meet the girl who we think is going to be our main character, Annie. Yes. yes. I thought so, too. I was hoping she would. Although she's weird. Is she? She was cool. She's very I suspicious to me. I don't know. When when your lifelong dream is to be a cook at a summer camp and make shitty food for kids, I'm sorry. Like, that's that's strange to me. <laughs> I don't know why that's your dream. That sounds awesome. What are you talking about? Yeah. Sitting around the campfire, making yes. vegan wieners and marshmallows. I don't know, man. Get bigger dreams. She's like, I've always wanted to work with kids. I can't wait to cook, like shitty chili for them like, for the summer like i respect I her enthusiasm she is the optimist of all optimists i love yeah. her sure she just gets in random trucks with creepy dirty old men well, who doesn't Ralph. yeah well, 1980 everyone did that yeah yeah true. everybody oh my god i think that's where i lost my virginity <laughs> Sure. Was in a creepy truck with a creepy guy he, his name was probably ralph too we love that for you we also get introduced to a fan favorite character. We meet Crazy Ralph. You'll never come back again. Oh, shut up, Ralph. Crazy old Maurice. <laughs> Always good for yes. that. Absolute Crazy best. Ralph. Oh, God. It's the best. Crazy Ralph has basically, even though I think he, he's only in the first two movies. Yeah, he dies in the second movie, spoiler alert. And he's our, like, red herring of this movie. Yes. He specifically says to the kids, like, it's a death curse. <laughs> Ooh. It gives very Scooby-Doo vibes. I think what you meant to say was he's creeptastic, not creepy. Yeah. Oh, I also love that Frankie's like, does this take place in Jersey? I'm like, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I read that it was, it. they did it, like, they filmed it in a summer camp in Jersey. And then I think Lou Reed had some land on the other side. So, like, all these people making this tiny little budget, like, bullshit movie were just, like, probably hanging around with Lou Reed, getting high and shit, and, like, just having a time. That seems fun to me. Couldn't you tell by Kevin Bacon's New Jersey accent? Oh, 
Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so convenient. It was so true. So Jersey. I love New Jersey. I wish you guys still lived there. <laughs> we never lived. Never there. lived in Jersey. <laughs> what? We lived in New York. How dare you? How dare you, sir? That's an insult. <laughs> I did that on purpose. I. <laughs> I know. I feel like everyone thinks, like everyone that doesn't live on the East Coast, thinks that New York and New Jersey are basically the same thing. It's like, no. wasn't there just a river that separates it? Yes, really? but that's that river <laughs> is important to note. A world lives between that river. Okay. <laughs> so we do learn the backstory here, a little bit of a camp blood, as it's called. Ooh. Uh, so boy drowns in 1957. Ish. Ish, yeah. Maybe, possibly. Who, Who knows? knows? <laughs> the backstory is a little weird when you start thinking about it. Two counselors are slaughtered in 58. And then there's a series of fires that stop the camp from reopening for the next 15 years. <laughs> Which at that point, I mean, just let it go. Like, don't, why are you trying to reopen this place? Like, just... Well, they didn't have the internet back then. So it was, real estate. You got to do something with it. People just <laughs> forgot. There's no true crime podcast reminding people not to go to the camp. No, there's just there's just some creepy people in a diner going. Yeah, everyone stops dead when they mention the, the camp. And you don't have like the town crier of Crazy Ralph being like, don't go in there. You'll never come back. You're doomed. Doomed, I tell you. Can we meet all these like fucking crazy kids that are about to die? Yes, we get our band. That are interchangeable music. except for Kevin Bacon. We get our banjo music introducing Kevin Bacon. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Ned and, uh, was, no, Alice isn't in that car, right? No. No, Alice is already at the camp. Jack, Marcy. Yes, Jack, Marcy, and, and Ned. Ned. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Bacon plays Jack, and he's like the only person in this movie that had like a real, or has like a real career. Uh, this was four years before Footloose, which was like his big break. But in this, he just plays guy that likes to fuck girlfriend in uncomfortably long sex scenes <laughs> that never seem to end. <laughs> but okay, so do you? Here's a a more serious question: uh-huh. Do we think that he got cast in Footloose because of his speedo scene? It's ah! possible. I mean, you mean Kevin? He was pretty sweet in that speedo. Yeah, I mean, we sh- we should talk about like. At least the dudes, like the seventies, like sexy factor with the dudes, because I don't know, like what happened in the seventies that they thought that like really short jean shorts, like when we meet the head of the camp, Steve, his introduction in the movie is like insane. Like he's he has no shirt on, his chest is hairier than like a Persian rug. He's got the glasses, he's got the jean shorts that are just a little too short. Daisy Dukes, man. Like he's scrawny, the 70s stash, just hacking away at some wood, pretending he's Captain America. It's like, what's happening? Is this like sexy? Like, what's happening? <laughs> I don't know. Haven't what's going you watched on. like 70s porn? It's like literally. I'm okay. I didn't actually partake in such things, but I mean, if you were into that, cool. But like, is that the look of like the 70s porn star? Oh, yeah. 100%. Love that. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Bryce, you're not saying anything. You, I know you've watched a lot of He's 70s too porn. Young. <laughs> Bryce is suspiciously quiet. <laughs> He's too young. <laughs> Just silently nodding. Okay, we don't need to get into it. It's fine. Everyone's kinks are their own. That's okay. I do find it funny. Kevin Bacon being introduced. I know he 
for a long time never even like brought up that he was in this movie. He was like, I'm a real actor now. Okay. I don't need to talk about horror movies. Okay. He, he, he peaked in that movie. I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like that, this, that his role in Friday the 13th. 13th yeah. And then right underneath it is the, the murder in the first. And then footloose. And then, then it just kept it. getting progressively just, worse. worse. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's it. He had two, two shining moments in his career. I love, I love the bacon. He was awesome in Paul. He was 13th. awesome in Friday the Thirteenth. Absolutely. He was yeah. awesome in Apollo. And he was also awesome in Murder in the First. And then everything else is. Eh. He was also in Apollo Thirteen. Nah, he was. That's also a terrible yes. movie. Yeah. Not terrible. It's worst. Every Thirteen is not going to be the best. When he played the Invisible 13 Man, dude, Ghosts. He, that's terrible. He was oh, that the Invisible was Man. Good. That the original was with Vincent Price, not the remake. Eh, they're okay. Anyways, what were we talking about? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's wiener in right. the yeah. Yes, you can clearly see the outline. Um, yeah. Hey, that was an artistic choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I think the thing was back in the 70s and 80s? Bryce, correct me if I'm wrong. It's because they they had to have something that made the women that went a reason for them to go. So shirtless men, boys in Speedos, short shorts, right? I mean, we're there for the horror and the, the neck stabbing, and they're there for... I mean, it did nothing that, for you. Frankie, that was but... that was the theory. Yeah. Yes. Theory, yes. Whether that was effective is another conversation. Well, it wasn't on Frankie by the looks of things. She no. doesn't go for that look. But I mean, I don't. But I mean, you know. I'm sure a lot of people that like mullets ask your mom. She's probably right into it. Maybe I'll, maybe I should ask. You should ask mom. your mom. Hey, hey, mom. Bring her in on the podcast. <laughs> Link her in. Let's. Let's have yeah. a chat. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Mom, what'd you think of the Speedos in Friday the 13th? <laughs> so we have to introduce our final camp counselors, Alice and Bill, who are just kind of here already. Who Bill is played by Bing Crosby's son, I found out. I, that was I did read that, yes. And I look, because he was like by far, I think, at least for me, the cutest uh, guy in the room besides Kevin Bacon. That red poncho, ooh, baby. All while this is going on, Annie decides to get into the random Jeep. Yes. Of course she does. Again, super great decision. When she died, I was like, survival of the fittest, honey. Like, you you get what you pay for. <laughs> Look, there you go. Victim blaming. Oh, okay. <laughs> she had she had every Shame. right to go hitchhiking. Shame. When she actually is being chased through the woods and, like, finally falls in front of our killer... And like looks up and like no, <laughs> like oh yeah, I kind of feel a little bad for you, but not enough where I. Can't I don't feel that bad to be honest with you. She, as Frankie would say, it's her fault. She got in the car. The I don't person. feel that bad. Don't get in a strange car. It's weird. Why are you hitchhiking to go to Jersey to be in a like counselor in a summer camp? Not even a counselor, a cook in a summer camp. Like, come on, sweetie, find bigger dreams. What I'm hearing you say is that it's only because she was in Jersey she shouldn't be getting into strange cars with people. That that's true. Okay. Yes, so everywhere else it's totally acceptable. Just don't so do never, it. In Jersey. Never hitchhike in Jersey. That's right. In the eighties. Yeah, hitch at least forget if you're gonna hitchhike. Hitchhike to somewhere better than that. Like <laughs> Jesus. Jersey, New York's right across the river. So just go over to New York. <laughs> Apparently it's the concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Just yes. go over there. Uh, so we get our uh, our camp counselors are being watched in the woods progressively throughout the movie. So we get our doc scene where we do see uh, some fun Kevin Bacon, his bacon, 
Um, Ew. <laughs> uh, we get Ned's fake death. Oh, can we talk about how he's the worst? <laughs> how he does the fucking sandlot kiss like a fucking moron and then dresses like a Native American and starts like uh yeah native american calls around the camp like a psycho it completely offended the merman it for did sure. i'm i am like one sixteenth or something like that so yeah i'm like hey even 1980 this was like racist like what the hell I, I, want, I wanted to so, kill him well he paid for his sin so there you that's go that's right yeah. he, did. he did eventually that's what you I, get mister there's always one character in friday the 13th there's always usually one that you're like God, I can't wait Just for die you already. to die. <laughs> yes. That's the thing. I felt like I was waiting forever for shit to happen. Like, yeah, Annie gets killed in the beginning. But, like, we waited so long for somebody else to die. And then finally Ned died. And we don't really see anything. He just walks into a cabin. Like, okay, that was terribly unsatisfying. You you built him up as, like, this horrible person who's an asshole. <laughs> and then you don't even let us watch you kill him? Like, that's fucked up. He he's dead while Kevin Bacon is having sex beneath his dead mm-hmm. body. Oh, yeah. how kinky! All the all the rules that they listed out in Scream are all in this movie. So, yep. like, if you're watching Scream, you're just like, oh yeah, tick that box. That was a rule from horror. Well, films and, and as I said, Wes Craven ruined this movie for me because he gave away the spoiler at the start of the movie. Thanks, Wes. If you remember that. Name the killer in Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> Jason. 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 I'm sorry. That's the wrong answer. Listen, it was Jason. I saw that movie 20 goddamn times. Then you should know Jason's mother, Mrs. Voorhees, was the original killer. Jason didn't show up until the sequel. We do get little things that pop up in the camp. There's a generator that's kind of faulty. You know, little things that pop up throughout Stuff happens. the movie. I didn't yep. even pay attention to that. I was so bored. <laughs> I was just like, can we fucking get to people getting so murdered now? <laughs> I've seen the movie ten times and I was still on the edge of my seat. I know not. Oh of my what god, you speak. ten times? Well, like a hundred? I think this is my this is like my fifth time seeing it. But like, it's I don't know. I enjoy. There's it. a reason you watched it five times. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm never gonna watch this again. I'll probably watch. I'll it watch again the second one again. Week. The second one was much more fun. We find Crazy Ralph in the storage room yeah oh yeah that was fucking weird yeah like what are you doing in there sir (laughs) to make us think he's a murderer i think right yeah but i just mean in like real life like how how are you in there why are you in there just standing there waiting for someone to open the door like what's happening he's crazy ralph he's but it's not like i you know it would have made sense if he was like in there trying to like steal shit like from the pantry or something but no he's just there standing there literally waiting for a child to open the door and like maybe he got locked in he's crazy ralph maybe he got locked (laughs) in no i get it it's in the name i got it that's right maybe he was looking for cream corn if you're trying to look for (laughs) sense in what ralph does look somewhere else (laughs) First name crazy, middle name Ralph. <laughs> if he was standing in the middle of the fire pit, you wouldn't have questioned that. Well, that like, yeah, he's crazy. So yeah, he's just in a closet, and then he got, got came it. out of the then closet. He came out of the closet. Yeah, crazy Ralph came out of the closet in the middle of the movie. Yes, got it. We love that for him. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was symbolism. But there's a storm coming, guys. <gasps> oh, yes. yes, there is rain. There is wind. <laughs> <laughs> 
Exactly. I like how they tried to characterize Marcy a little bit and like give her a moment to be like this dramatic monologue about how she's scared of storms. And then her death really had nothing to do with the storm. Like she just got yeah. axed in the face. Like misdirection. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's what that was. Sure. <laughs> misdirection. Oh god. It's like an axe in the face. It made you change direction. This this, <laughs> this movie doesn't write itself. <laughs> okay. That's certainly true. Oh god. But we do get the, the sex scene between Kevin Bacon and Marcy. It's so long. Not and I'm not talking about Kevin Bacon's bacon. I'm just talking about the it's scene. Not long enough. Yeah, exactly. It's it's agonizing. I felt uncomfortable. I'm like, okay, I'm 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 okay with the sex scene in the movie, but like at some point it's gotta end. <laughs> no. I thought I remembered because uh, after their sex, Marcy goes and runs off into the woods. I thought blood from Ned dripped on Kevin Bacon before he got stabbed. It did. Does it? I feel like he's he's just I don't smoking. think so because he was just lying there, and all of a sudden, there's blood coming out of his neck. Well, yes, <laughs> because something went through it. That is true. Uh, so yes, Kevin Bacon gets grabbed from underneath the bed, and an arrowhead gets smashed through his neck. Great yes. effect. It, it's yeah, it's great. Oh God, so good. And of course, everyone knows the backstory of like the blood wasn't coming out right, so Tom Savini had, had to, to blow the into back. the tube, like, and that's why I think that's why the blood like goes in Kevin Bacon's mouth, right? And yeah, then it's like whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's probably Savini's best work. Like, it's definitely up there. It's what made Tom Savini probably a legend, yeah. and like got yeah. him so much work after that. Given time and resources, it was, and given the time it was, yeah. it was it was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this the most famous horror kill? Like, I feel like this is up there. This has to be at least in top three with, like, Michael Myers stabbing someone into a wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'd say it's that particular kill, if you're going to say name a kill from a slasher movie, mm. that's one probably comes to mind. Yeah, I would say so, too. Uh, I also think of uh, Day of the Dead, where... He gets dragged into the open door. Oh, yeah. Joke on it. Joke on it. Yeah, that's also pretty good, actually. Have you seen those, Frankie? Nope. Okay, <laughs> I feel well. unqualified to contribute to this conversation. I can't wait to talk about those two when we come on to talk about <laughs> oh, them. We're planning on our next five years of Halloween. <laughs> We're just going to bring you guys on for every horror movie we can think of at the time. Yeah. Down for it. Um. So, yes, Marcy goes to the bathroom. This is my second favorite kill. She's, you know, cleaning herself up, and eventually she hears a noise thinking it's Kevin Bacon. Seeing the shadow of the axe go up is still great. I really like how they did, uh, like, the axe clanks on the light, and then you cut back and the axe is in her face. It's, like, a good way to edit. I guess they didn't want to show the actual, like, That would have cost a lot more money. So, yeah. Yeah. So, it's, like, I just thought that was, like, a clever way to do it. And it looked good. I think there's a lot of things in this movie where they actually did film it. And then when they looked at it, they're like, that doesn't look great. So then they cut the scene differently. Yeah, probably. That would make sense, right? Like, there's probably a lot on the cutting room floor that's like, yeah, the effects were really bad. So let's just edit it. Yeah. That's why in a few, you just see the, some you see the actual kill and some you just see the result of the kill. And while these two are getting uh, axed off... No one laughed at that joke. That's fine. It's that was just for me. <laughs> Even the people listening, no one no one's no one's laughing, Scott. It's okay. Just for me. It's fine. Uh strip monopoly is happening. Oh yes. my god. Okay. 
I'm bored. <laughs> I'm so bored. Bored walk, maybe. Oh, oh <laughs> See, that, that was... one was funny. <laughs> was it? No. <laughs> no, I just want to get on just Scott. It was skin. just more of a dad joke than Scott, so I have more experience. <laughs> Bill is losing terribly. But we love that. Because Alice clearly doesn't really give a shit about Steve. She wants to bang Harry Crosby <laughs> with his red poncho. <laughs> but uh, the game's cut short when uh, Brenda decides she's got a... Uh, oh, oh, right. I, there, there's a girl named Brenda in this movie, too. Yes, Brenda. Who knew? <laughs> Literally no one. But Brenda's like, oh, no. I left the windows open in my cabin. I have to go. And Frankie... Doesn't bother putting her pants on. Just... Just goes out in a poncho and underwear. Why would? Yes. Why wouldn't you? Honey, you're gonna get pneumonia. <laughs> We've seen Blade Runner. <laughs> that was a dystopian society. This is fucking like New Jersey in 1979. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah, same difference. So we're gonna follow Brenda for a little bit. She feels like she's being watched. She hears a voice, so she goes out to the archery range. Yes. She gets blinded by light and it's shot by arrows. <laughs> I was waiting for an arrow to get shot at her head. Yeah. never did. Yeah, Marie kept screaming at the screen. Nope. Didn't happen. But that was another misdirection. That's right. Exactly. They wanted sure. you to think. Sure, that's what it was. While all this is going on, Steve, where has Steve Oh, right. Steve he been? had like a 10-hour cup of coffee at the diner while all these kids are getting murdered. You just want to enjoy that cup of coffee. Plus all the stress of all the kids coming out. He's like, I need a break. And then when he comes back and it's like pouring rain, you see the killer's perspective like approaching him. And he says, oh, hi. Like just the way that he greets the killer. It's very obvious that it's not Ralph. (laughs) Because I don't think you'd be like, oh, hey, how are you doing? What are you doing out here, you silly goose? Like, you know, it wouldn't be that kind of reaction to fucking crazy Ralph. So you're like, hmm, that's suspicious. Makes you think. Yeah. Another misdirection. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. Yeah, oh, right. When in doubt, just say, oh, it's a misdirection. (laughs) There's so much misdirection. That's what makes it so (laughs) We should talk to the director because there's a lot of misdirection. Yes effective misdirection right you kept getting mad because you thought it was predictable exactly but it, none so of it isn't. was predictable none of it you can't predict what you don't know exactly exactly <laughs> right i feel like you guys are trying to gaslight me into thinking this wasn't boring <laughs> it was fucking boring yes it was no it wasn't you adhd no. kids and you're needing you. you're needing murders every five seconds ADHD. it's like let the film wash over ah, you. Just let it wash over <laughs> you, misdirecting you places that you haven't been. Like, wow, I didn't Did know that was going like, to happen. It felt like, okay, first of all, we spent like 10 minutes watching Harry Crosby trying to light a lantern. Yeah. And after that, Enjoy he fucking it. dies. And then we spend, it's, I counted it. 15 minutes left of this movie. And it felt like 30 by the time we were done with it. I'm like, that was the longest final girl circuit i've ever experienced watching a movie it was so long i wouldn't have changed a thing well and alice is the most boring protagonist i've ever seen oh what oh, no, there's, there's some boring protagonists that oh yeah well yeah. to be fair i'm not a horror aficionado i love alice name one personality trait of alice go she's just sweet yeah she's the <laughs> nicest person 
What are you guys smoking? She, okay. She's an artist. She's an artiste. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, they carry that over to the sequel, to be fair. Because she's drawing, like, scary psychological pictures of Jason. Because she's traumatized. Right. Fair. The lights go off. The phone line is cut. The car can't start. You know, all the good things. And Bill decides, you know, his best course of action is to go out by himself and get arrowed to the door. Yes. Yes. See, there was the misdirection. You thought they were going to use the archery rink, but instead they used the door. Well, they did that too, though. Yeah, but we don't know that till later. <laughs> I feel like I'm being emotionally manipulated. It's fine. I'm still holding strong. <laughs> this was bad. Is that what the kids are saying these days when something's really good? It's bad. Is that like Michael Jackson Jackson bad? <laughs> yeah, it's 1982, and this is bad. Chamoet. Right. Because if that's what it means, and yes, this was so bad because it was, it was awesome. So we finally meet Pamela Voorhees. Yes. yes. Such a sweet lady. She's so sweet. Played by Betsy Palmer, who at that point, I did like this little like fact about her. She hadn't been in a movie in like 20 years. And they sent her the script and she's like, this is a piece of shit. But hey, like I'm kind of low on cash and I need a new car. So fuck it. I'm going to do it. And that's <laughs> what she's most famous for. That's right. I know. Poor thing. She wasn't falling for the, this misdirection explanation. She, and she didn't know who the guy in the hockey mask was either. Like, well, my son is dead. Who's the guy in the hockey mask? <laughs> it's always funny because they always tried to get her to come back even for like little like mini roles. Like, oh, you're the ghost. or And she was like, no, Ooh. no, I'm not coming back. For someone that didn't give a fuck, though, she was acting her ass off. She's like really into it. She was. Oh, yeah, she she was. I love her when she's talking to herself, too. Oh, it's so good. So good. Don't let her get away, Mommy. Don't let her live. I won't, Jason. I won't. Oh, my God. She does this, like, creepy smile to Alice. Because Alice is like, don't leave me. Don't go in there. He'll kill you, too. And <laughs> uh, Betsy is just like, oh, I'm not afraid. And then just walks away from her. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? This lady's I crazy. wonder in the moment if she knew how awesome she was in that movie. Like, she's. I mean, if that's her, like, 50%, because she didn't give a shit, like... Exactly. Imagine if she got to 90. This chase scene and the fights they have... The fights seem so like good. real fucking cat fight shit. Like, oh, yeah. It was you know? awesome. It, that was pretty good. Rubbing or, your faces in the dirt. The, or yeah. the slaps. Yeah. Yes! Yes. It was like, and it was in the mud, too, so it was like a mud Which wrestling. Which also begs the so question, good. you fucking just, like, did not mince words with any of your other victims. You just stab, stab, stab away. But with this one, you got to slap her around and like <laughs> toss her around like a rag doll for a while first. And like give her a chastising. Like This one was special. Yes. Plus she was the last one. Well, yeah. Kept well, in the car. I forgot. Hung Steve from a tree. Oh, yeah. yeah, the Steve thing. Okay. That's what I wanted to bring up from earlier. Okay, so you're telling me she killed Steve, right? First of all, you, you're saying that none of these other people, because this is like a, a woman in what, her 60s? So no one else other than Alice could like overpower or like get the jump on this 60 something year old lady. Okay, fine. I'll accept that. But you're telling me. She kills Steve and then somehow like 
does some fucking pulley physics like magic and gets him to hang up the cow. A mother's love. Mother's love. It's strong. No, it's strong. <laughs> no. You'll feel that. You'll feel that when Scott Junior's around, dear, dear. That's how pulleys work. They, no, what small do you people mean? lift heavy things with pulleys all the time. It's just exactly. a pulley system. Yeah, that's, just, of... that's not an answer. <laughs> this isn't like sixth grade science class. That's not an answer. Everything's a pulley system. No, <laughs> you feed Scott some some bath salts, and you watch and see what happens. Alice, sometimes I sit there and I go, though, as she's like running away from Betsy Palmer, I'm like, there were plenty of times where I feel like you could have just got away. <laughs> and she but to where? To. But to where? Just like any- the cars were broken. And, and Betsy's determined. Yeah. She's going to get you eventually. The mother's love has no end. I do want to mention, though, Betsy, unfortunately, was nominated for Worst Supporting Actress at the Razzies that year. <laughs> What? That's insane. That's totally Which insane. Is, I mean, I guess because it's like a trashy movie and like her performance, while it is really good and entertaining, some might argue it's it's over the top and in a trashy movie and over the top performance equals bad automatically. Not to me or no. I think to any of us, but to some unenlightened folks. So, so Frankie, you're like an animal rights activist, correct? Oh, I do like, oh, where's this going? I enjoy the animals. All right. Are we going to talk about the snake that gets murdered? Yes, I was going to say that's one thing we didn't talk about was all snakes were harmed in the making. There's of this a story movie. about that one too. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't talk. Actually, you know what's sad in a weird way? The snake murder made me sadder than any of the kills in this movie. <laughs> and like, I'm not a big fan of snakes. Scott's had snakes in the past. I'm not a snake gal, but I don't. I don't not like snakes. It makes me sad hearing the story because I I believe the story is. He, he was an animal performer the little snakey but he was also like a pet and tom savini like didn't mention that hey we're gonna kill your fucking snake and like they show it they show a little blood spurt coming out of the snake i'm like oh my god it's like sad i didn't like it i've watched his documentary like i think he said in that he was like yeah it was kind of a fucked up thing to do but you know what we were all trying to make a name for this movie and yeah but like I don't understand. You cut away from like fucking ninety percent of the kills in the movie. You couldn't but cut away from they, the snake murder. They couldn't kill. <laughs> well, no, I get that. Obviously, <laughs> they couldn't actually kill the humans in this movie. But the, <laughs> the most innocent creature in the movie, you show it in graphic detail. Yeah, I, I think the eighties still played fast and loose with a lot of. Yeah. Well, they had Milo and Otis. Was that in the seventies or the eighties? Yeah, but they didn't actually kill Milo and Otis in the movie. No, but they put him in pretty precarious situations that they wouldn't do now. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like that comes up now and again. They came up with Dog's Purpose, which was not that long ago, right? Where there was like footage of the dog like over a waterfall, and he was clearly scared, and they were like, "Get in there, do your job." Stunt dog. Do your job. You want to be paid. You want those you, dog biscuits? Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. you want to eat? Get in the water. You want your Scooby snacks? Get, start Scoobying. That's just wrong. Jeez Louise. Oh, God. So finally, at the end of the chase scene, they're fighting. Alice grabs the machete yes. and slices Betsy Palmer's head off. Yes. Lops yes. it off. My favorite part is when like Betsy Palmer, her arms go up when the when her when her head gets decapitated, and she's like, "Why?" 
<laughs> and then falls. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> See, you did love it. It was awesome. I I mean, let's not get crazy. <laughs> well, she's like me. You enjoy parts of the movie, but overall, it's kind of stupid. But all those parts <laughs> add up to the to awesome. pure joy. They yeah. didn't quite add up. All right. <laughs> pure joy. And Alice decides, I'm going to get on this boat now. And just chill yes. in the boat. That totally made sense, too. It did. She, she just, had nowhere else to go. Yeah. Let's get just into the boat just, and sure. into the water. Get, in, get into the middle of the water where I can see everything around me. Yeah. And just, completely safe. safe. Just yep. totally safe. And you knew she was safe because listen to the music that was playing. Oh my God, the music. Okay, so they could like they go to the next morning and they're playing music from like a fucking Lifetime movie. I it know. Was so it was jarring. So she survived. It's so. Sad. It was so schmaltzy. I couldn't handle. Yes, it was, too much. It was fantastic. The only problem no. is it didn't go on long enough. Yeah, they oh should have had that scene <laughs> at least another five movie, minutes. That's the one problem this movie does not have is that things need to go on longer. This movie was like ninety minutes, and I was like dying. I felt like I was there for two hours at least. I was like, oh my god. Normally, you'd be preaching to the choir, but in this particular case, I think a two-hour cut would have been appropriate. Yeah. If they lit that lantern for another 10 minutes. I know. Let's lengthen sure. that, lengthen her time on the boat. See, see Ralph going into the closet before he comes out of the closet. Oh, my God. Watch a little more strip monopoly. Oh, my God. This is torturous. But, of course, we get the next most famous scene from this movie. Jason pops up, grabs Alice, drags her into the water. And I thought that's where this movie ended. That's where my I know. Memory... No, isn't that where it ended? No. Oh yeah, Scotty was confused. They cut to the scene with Alice in the hospital, and he's like, "This must be new. I don't remember this." They no. added. This. I'm like, I don't think they added scenes to this. Nope. <laughs> it was always there. I don't know why I blocked it. I've watched this movie five times. I don't know why I keep I've blocked this out so many times. It's really then. unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. To be and fair. Well, no, 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 because it has this thing is. Well, maybe there's going to be a part two, or maybe it's not. Or or maybe it's like, all. Oh, maybe Jason's head. alive. Okay, maybe it. he isn't. That's right. But that is Friday the 13th, part one. Yes. yes. So good. I'm going to watch part two tonight. Part two, I think, was infinitely better than part one. They have, like, characters in that one. <laughs> I think they needed the burlap sack for another three or four episodes before they yeah. brought in the, the, the mask. hockey mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the burlap sack. Yeah. Burlap burlap sack's so much. fine. Yeah. So uh, for all you guys out of five stars, what would you give the original Friday the 13th? Go ahead, Mur. I would say maybe two out of five. <laughs> Ooh, okay. It wasn't horrible. Just like, like he said, it was boring. Thank you, Mur. Someone's on my side and not gaslighting me. It's the best Agatha Christie novel that has ever been put to screen. Yeah. She wrote this, right? Yeah, exactly. Didn't she? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It was a great whodunit. Based on an Agatha Christie novel. Uh, in all seriousness, this was very, very good. It wasn't like an all-time classic, but it's a movie that I've watched numerous times, and there's a reason, because I enjoy it so damn much. It's a four out of five. Uh, I'm going to go... I mean, say the same as Bryce. The first time I watched this, I've seen this probably 10 times. The first time I watched it, it was a five out of five because, of course, I'd never seen anything with that much misdirection. And it slowly had diminishing returns on the 10th time. I'd say it's still a four. What about you, Frankie? Um, well, I don't know. I guess my millennial 
ADHD, ADHD personality couldn't accept this movie for what it was. I gave it a two and a half out of five stars. <gasps> well, there you go. You're more generous than the Murph. Yes, because I did like some things. I think the effects were dope. But other than that, I was bored about 90% of the time. <laughs> and hmm. you know what? I, I'm probably... I think a three out of five is kind of right where it needs to be. I have it as my out of all the series, it's right in the middle of my ranking of the series. I appreciate it for what it did and what it became. But there are ones I like a lot better that I go back to more often. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it is one of those movies, though, that if you've traveled the franchise near the beginning, like it's not, you know, when you come upon these movies start seeing them in the 90s or in the mid 90s or whatever it's hard to sort of look at them and and have that vision to say this this changed horror like this this ha- halloween and black christmas they really changed the face of horror and what happened with it so yeah i mean i carry that sort of with me like even now still the exorcist one of my favorite movies of all times and you go back and you watch it and you go, you, you find problems with it, but you just think like what this did to horror for that era, it just sits, sits there with it, right? It's the same reason why Frankie will still watch high school musicals. It's, they're completely awful and nobody really wants to see them, but she has something carrying in her heart that right. she has to rewatch them for whatever reason. There's no, definitely nostalgia involved. I think when we were going to watch this, Scott literally told me, he's like, you're probably not going to like it. I'm like, oh, I know I'm not. Because <laughs> I expected to be bored a lot of the time, which ended up happening. But I didn't expect it to be so slow paced. Builds the tension. No, just because you're slow doesn't mean that you're building tension. It was methodical. It made precision cuts. It's because Bryce enjoys three-hour movies that do a lot of walking. That's true. That's his niche. I like the occasional three-hour movie. I'm okay with three-hour movies sometimes. If The Godfather spent like five straight minutes just focusing on like Sonny Corleone stoking a fireplace in the house, I would be like wanting to pull my hair out. Well, oh, let's face it. If Sonny Corleone was stoking a fire, it would be with his penis. Let's call it what it is. Well, that's besides the point. (laughs) And that would have been interesting. But 2.5 to me, that doesn't sound like you didn't like it. I My thing with Letterboxd is if it's if it's three, I liked it. If it's two and a half, it's like, it's like literally right in the middle. It's like, eh. That's kind of how I felt about it. Eh. Okay. The second one, I was kind of like, do I give it a three or a three and a half? I was kind of in the middle of three and three and a half. My favorite will always be six. Which one's that? That's when Jason becomes supernatural. Also, because that's also the wrap-up of the Tommy Jarvis storyline. Oh, is that when... Okay, that's the one where he's dead and then the lightning strikes his grave. Yes. Okay, I know what yes. that is. Okay, got it. So good. See, I know like little things. Which one has Crispin Glover in it? Crispin Glover is... Ooh, he gets fucking impaled by the corkscrew in his yes. hand. I know that yeah. scene. Ha! Is that four? That's fun. Fucking George McFly getting impaled by a corkscrew. That's fun. Where's the corkscrew? In your fucking hand. And he just spends the whole movie talking about how horny he is and wanting to fuck yeah. the Doublemint twins. Oh, yes, the Doublemint twins, yes. See, I know little things about the franchise. And I you just... still haven't even seen it. you got to see the Crispin Glover one. Yes. Yeah. Well, the thing, because Scotty asked me before, he's like, are you going to continue with this? And I'm like, 
I don't know. He's like, just skip three and watch four and then go. I'm like, I can't skip. I'm like, can't, a, no. I can't. My brain can't handle that. I got to watch all of them. So I don't you know. You and Bryce are on the same page there, girl. He can't start watching a TV series unless he watches the entire thing. The thing about three is the whole thing was shot with 3D in mind. And then because there's so many scenes in it where it's obvious <laughs> that they're, you know, something's coming at you and you're like, ah, but oh it's just jumping on tangent. 3D is the worst thing of any movie ever. Absolutely. You should never make a 3D, 3D movie ever again. We are 100% on board with that. Yes. I'm on board, but I feel like you could do it if you want to no. do like a gimmick. Stop thing. it. Stop it. I mean, I don't, I don't really care the way. No, no 3D. I think if you try to restore a movie and make it 3D, that's stupid. But if you make a movie, no, try to make it 3D. No, <laughs> who cares? Stop it! You're literally convincing someone to want to murder you. That's what. <laughs> if he hasn't murdered me so far, I like shit on Friday the Thirteenth for two hours. She admitted. Uh, she admitted that she liked 3D movies. That's a reason she deserved I don't it. Hate- Bryce is going to be outside our apartment with a hockey mask on. (laughs) I wouldn't say I like 3D movies. I'm saying I don't really care either way. Although we saw Jurassic Park in 3D and it was stupid. I was like, why are we, why did we pay for this? That's always the the thing, right? You're forced to go see a 3D movie because it's the only time slot that you have to see. And then you have to pay more money. It's like they're really torturing you. Yeah, that's annoying. You're right. Guys, please promo Film Rage for everybody, all our fans. We want to know where we can listen to you, find you, and what your show is about. Yay. You can find us at Film Rage YYC and all the social media junk. And you can find our website, which is, I think, pretty awesome, filmrageyyc.com. And then you can listen to us talk about new movies that come to cinema. That's usually Ooh. what we focus on. But we have a bunch of segments that are all talking about a bunch of shit. So, yeah, come check us out honestly guys their show is can't miss you want to know about a movie you like i was thinking about seeing that movie these guys are the guys to go to (laughs) yeah i usually look at their reviews i'm like oh man i was hoping that was gonna be good (laughs) (laughs) when you guys saw a review of uh of the retirement plan and you guys were like we're still gonna go see it anyway so what did you what did you think of it yeah i I was just so i was too curious (laughs) i was like fuck it and it was bad (laughs) it was rough man Oh, so bad. Wasn't Bobo the best thing in it? Bobo. Oh, my Bobo. God. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> they tried so hard to make Nick Cage look cool on that. They put him in a freaking skin tight black outfit. I'm like, no, don't do that with that wig. That might, wig. Be, that might be the worst Nick Cage wig. The wig was Ever since awful. Windwalkers. That was yep. just awful. Like, why are you doing that? Well, thank you, guys. You guys are always amazing. We appreciate you. Yes, we can't wait for you guys to come back, and maybe we'll come back on your You will show be soon, yeah. Days. We're going to do some special eps with you, so you guys got to come up with a movie you want us to watch with you. Okay, so next week we're doing yet another spoopy movie for Spoopy Month. Um, but until then, this has been Shoot the Flick. I'm Frankie Spikes. And I'm Scott Eisenberg. And we are Film Rage. Feel the rage. Make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Shoot the Flick and check out all of our episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio and pretty much anywhere else you can find a podcast. And make sure you come back next week for our spooky, ooky movie adventure. Okay, cool.